0: the sound
1: cad there we go oh shadow podcast number 22 fighter and you brings out the fighter and me chris what's going down buddy
0: you asked me to say <laughs> something about you you haven't <laughs> forgot
1: yes thank you uh i wanted to start off you were talking about pouring something in your cup and uh, that automatically justin parson shout out to you justin you posted this uh i'm sure you saw it that uh when you get Thai oil on your anaconda did you see that
0: post i've seen it no
1: <laughs> it's, this it's this clearly this snake that looks like it's like ah out of the water on fire. <laughs> it's, it's so funny, <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I laughed at it. it's just funny. It's like when you're you know the Thai oil touches your anaconda. Like I don't slap my Jake ass off. Jake
0: did that the other day. sauced up and went to the washroom. Ooh. Came back was very jittery. What the hell's going Ooh. on, man? Oh,
1: that's got some bite to it, rookie. No kidding, man. Uh, it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't touch a bird with the sauce. No.
1: Um, uh, so obviously, uh, it's Friday. Um, we had Kyle in the last one, man. We had a good response from that one. A lot of good messages, just, just cool stuff. Uh, the biggest thing I would say our, our sort of people took away was all of a sudden our Friday night sparring become, became Max Muay Thai. Everyone started talking about the meter and more money. And
0: <laughs> I told yeah. people to go and listen to it cause that's insane yeah that's it, that's really cool man and yeah. i wanted to say i think i would have benefited from that if i had that
1: i agree yeah like y- you directly can see what's happening i would have you know.
0: benefited from that huge
1: yeah no i'm sure that's the point man. i'd be ranch bitch <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who cares if you win or lose just i want that money <laughs> well, uh, you want to win generally but, yeah but uh yeah what, part that, of my french oh whatever oh, that was a good one man
0: hey also i want to say something i have a joke it made me laugh you ready oh i'm ready um, what's the similarities, similarities between Titanic and the Sixth Sense uh, I don't know I see dead people made me laugh it's <laughs> a good one
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it
0: I see dead people
1: I see I see I dead see, yeah. <laughs> okay. I see hot I got gotcha. you I see dead people hilarious thanks man <laughs> Took me a second That's alright That's an alright one Well that's what I assume Because that's the line I see dead people I'm like, hey, I, No I just I, saw
0: like a clip Of a guy telling that And then the guy It was the guy laughing That got me Yeah Yeah That's pretty good though oh, No, Nobody man. will
1: get it immediately I see dead people I see dead people Too soon bro Too soon What do you mean? I'm kidding That was a joke Relax That was my joke
0: Shit it was, it was like 100 like years ago. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. Lo- Longer uh, What do you got Going on this weekend?
0: Watch dog training On Saturday morning Oh yeah um,
1: At our tournament last weekend Watchdog people looked awesome Did great As always Ah man
0: Very happy with them Yep Um, And that's it Oh um, I got a My friend's having a spilly party He calls it He's calling it a spilly party Him and his wife are uh, Basically knocking their house down to the foundation And starting over Cool So we're having a party They're going to empty the house so we're going to have a party Nice Spilly party so Like you don't care if you spill your drink that's kind great. of great, yeah. <laughs>
1: so feeling gross on Sunday.
0: Grace kicked down the door. Okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> kicked down this whole damn house. <laughs> Put your camera, Instagram. Nice Saturday. Yep. Well, that's fun.
0: Should be good. Um, oh, F one on Sunday. F one's first race.
1: First race of the year
0: of the season. Yep, of the year.
1: The season. How does how many? I I know nothing about that. How does that work? How many do they do? Like a year or Like 20,
0: <coughs> 20 races over the year, but they have like a summer break. Yeah. But it goes all the way to like October, November.
1: You used to never at all care about anything like this. Is that from that? Was I remember you talking about like a Netflix special or something? Or, or?
0: Yeah, uh, in COVID. Yeah, I found that show on Netflix and then I went.
1: <clears throat> Just pulled you right in, hey? Testicles deep. Yeah. Yeah, and that's your thing now?
0: Yeah, man. I'm wearing cool. a McLaren hat. Yeah, I know. I see that. Uh, we have the. Like we buy the season, we watch every as many races as can. Sometimes it's like three AM. Is that right? It's eh? always on the other side of the world. Sure. Going to June, uh, going to Montreal in June for the race. So,
1: cool. What's a, what? What makes it so awesome? Like um, from okay, well, like from my point of view, I see cars r- go fairly fast.
0: I always thought like race car drivers were badasses, man. Yeah. Like you're in a race car. Agreed. I like going fast. It's cool.
1: That's uh, you know, if you're not, if you're not first, you you're last. Yep. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> so I would, I would, I would assume that's got to be something to almost like, like uh rock climbing without ropes, kind of similar, like, man, you can't make any errors. Or oh yeah, man. And consequences. Like consequences. And you
0: just see the, I didn't, I wasn't huge into it before. I just kind of knew of some racers and some stuff about the car, but then gotten into that show. I can't stand the drama. The drivers are <clears throat> prima donna twits. Oh yeah. Can't stand them. <laughs> so it's hard to cheer for them Some of them are cool Some of them you like You just can't stand Sure But there's like Two competitions going on at once so Obviously the <clears throat> Racing points Like the race car drivers But also the team points Okay So there's that aspect too There's like two championships In a season Oh yeah It's called constructors And drivers So
1: how many like Cars or drivers on a team
0: So there's two drivers Per team Ten teams
1: Okay so like and two there's Two cars like, basically Yeah
0: And it's all like Split up into twos there's like two top teams, okay, that are battling for first and second, and then there's like the two other teams, like Ferrari, and McLaren, who're battling for like three and four. Huh.
1: Okay, I can see. So all then that. you have the absolute
0: shit team. Haas is like they don't get any points at all. They're, they're just, just happy they, to be there. They're just happy to You're be happy, there. Fun. They try.
1: That's all that matters. Huh.
0: It's different. It's not like any other sport, and they are athletes. You do you do see them train and. The shit they go through okay like one guy his water tube broke and they it's hot as balls where they're like they're racing in the desert right and they're pulling g's man like fighter pilots around those corners so they're sweating like crazy and one guy like lost his water early in and there's like 70 some laps
1: crazy I I do see like those videos, I don't know what it is, but like the motocross one, you know, they're flying down streets and stuff. Yeah,
0: it's insane.
1: When you watch it with a high speed camera, you're like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. But then when you see like a YouTube clip of it in real life, like that's actually crazy.
0: Actually crazy. No, I actually find the opposite. Why? Like watching the race, like you can tell they're going fast. Yeah. But when you watch, it's not like, it doesn't look that fast. But when I go for the first time, I think I'm going to be, my mind's going to be blown. And the um, sound of it. Oh like yeah, the power, the right?
1: Well, well, that like maybe that's what I meant. Maybe I just said it backwards. Like, w- the camera, in my opinion, cameras are so good now that you don't get the real effect of how fast it is. But when you're there, like in real life, like if you watch it, okay, almost yeah. like a YouTube video of somebody who's there with their camera, when you actually see how fast they go down a narrow street, like when you know, you can kind of get a, an actual experience of it. Yeah. And m- m- cr- insane. That's crazy. Yeah. I'll stick to elbows and knees to the head. <laughs>
0: I another. have an uncle that's in a NASCAR.
1: NASCAR. Oh, yeah? Not for me, man. Ever seen that, like, boring or whatever, those shirts? It's like (laughs) in NASCAR writing, but it says boring.
0: (laughs) Don't get me wrong, man. I would go to one if I was in the States.
1: They love their NASCAR.
0: But it's, like, hours and hours. I think I'd like to be there for an hour just to, like, stand there to feel them whiz by. Yeah, for sure. then I'm good.
1: You ever go to, like, Race City Speedway back in the day in Calgary here?
0: Once. My mom's side of the family was into that. They built race cars (laughs) and stuff.
1: Nice. I was too young to appreciate it back then, but, but, uh, and I just got, I just got the ADD, man. Like if you're just driving in a circle for seven hours, you're going to lose my interest after about 10 minutes. Circles are. Yeah.
0: Like what are we doing here? Yeah. yeah.
1: I get it. It's just not my thing, but, uh, all right. There you go. A little learn something about cars today. I might check that out for real though. Like I can get on board with anything if it's well done, especially. I'll
0: see if I can send you the password to my account, if you can get in. I don't know if it's like set to device, but. We'll Netflix. figure it out. You guys, you gotta. You gotta oh, you gotta, mean the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know check that. it on the show. Yeah, the show yeah, on yeah, check that out. There's three or four seasons.
1: Oh, cool. Um, kind of like uh, what was that like the Last Dance or whatever? I don't care at all about basketball, but man, I really got into that. Oh, that was right. awesome. Anything well done like that, I can I can get involved in. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on. Um, so we just posted a, a thing on social media. We have our little in house sparring sort of mock fight card next Friday, Punch Face Fight Night. We got two title fights: our Tiny Tigers and uh, John and Kingston. And our junior boys, Evan and Tyson. So it's good, man. Poster looks nice. It's official, and uh, we don't have to worry about masks or capacity. And you know, we we're just uh, full steam ahead, man.
0: How you feeling? Super excited. I think it's going to be probably the most buzzing event we've had. Yeah, maybe the close to the first one. First one was pretty. First one was big,
1: man. We had signs and first
0: one was pretty cool. People bringing
1: yeah, thirty people. That was madness. Well, I want it again. I hope it's so packed in here that people are slightly upset. <laughs> it's time. It's time to get back to that.
0: Um, I hope it's not so packed that parents can are pouring into the change room. No parents allowed.
1: Yeah, that's right. That, that just it just won't get that full. But uh, and I think we might have a sword fight that's happening. Not real swords, but a sword fight demo. So, anyway, for those students who are listening, next Friday um, come watch 10 bucks a person, mock fight card. But, uh, what we're trying to do is again, just build, build a little thing for our, our people to understand in the blue corner, we have a DJ, we have lights and, uh, just give them the feeling of what it's like to e- either be part of a real fight card. So when it's time that anxiety, combat anxiety cannot be there as heavy, or maybe real fights aren't your thing and you can't commit. So let this be your UFC. Let this be your world title shot. Um, just happy to do it. And it's fun. I really think it's fun. um, and parents always get on board with that. So next Friday, Punch Face Fight Night. Can't wait. All right, let's talk about some uh, upcoming stuff here because um, it's time. Uh, we have a couple of big things coming up uh, today, tonight. So today is the 18th. Yep. Today, March 18th. I think tomorrow, I guess that would be Mike Miles in Calgary here having a fight card. He's got uh, Kate Clements, who we've seen fight a few times, and had uh, one of our girls, Sarah Fighter. She's the main event against Brenda Vargas uh, from Milton Muay Thai, which is where Eric Rocha trains out of. Uh, I don't know much about Brenda, but obviously know enough about Kate. Kate's a badass. We saw her uh, uh, put a clinic on uh, at the last Muay Thai World Cup. And then I, th- I can't remember when she fought before that. But anyway, and then I think it was like Sarah, not no, a few years ago, obviously. But but yeah, uh, Kate's awesome. Trains out of PFA in Lethbridge under Brad Wall. Great, great camp. Great teacher. Um, wish her, wish her nothing but luck. Uh, also tomorrow night, we have a UFC fight night. Um, uh, real quick, a couple, one, uh, in my opinion, just a couple you want to watch out for, or the one you should watch out for is, uh, Arnold Allen versus Dan Hooker. Uh, Dan Hooker is a bad dude, man. There's all sorts of video of him trains with, uh, Izzy Adesanya. And, uh, there's obviously been some video and stuff of him. And I've heard this of him training in the gym lately. And the, the guy is like the psychopath of the gym is kind of what it was. Like he's a madman. Like, if anybody needs to be set straight, Dan's after them. Dan Hooker's just a bad dude. Like okay. He, yeah, n- nobody, nobody gets, uh, nobody gets away from him without some kind of scariness. So uh, he's fun, fun guy to watch. Dan Hooker. Um, also, but moving on to boxing real quick. Uh, tomorrow night, Edgar Berlanga. Uh, he's an up and comer, 165 pound dude, Puerto Rican guy. And just a monster. I think he's, uh, I'm just guessing. I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me. Let's say he's had 10 pro fights, nine finished in the first round.
0: Oh, no. Monster,
1: monster. And yeah, he's kind of getting fed a little bit, but you can see the direction this guy's going. Edgar Berlanga, uh, fun to watch. Uh, April 9th, return of Triple G. Been a while for that fella. (laughs) Obviously, uh, you sort of feel like there's a rematch maybe, kind of maybe coming.
0: Uh, They've been talking back and forth.
1: Yeah, and Triple G needs to be active, obviously, because uh, God knows Canelo's very active. Uh, On the 16th, your Dennis Ugas, April 16th, your Dennis Ugas, uh, uh, he's going to be fighting Errol Spence Jr. Your, uh, Your Dennis Ugas was the guy who retired Manny Pacquiao. Uh, and obviously, Errol Spence. That's gonna be so good. Yeah, that's gonna be a good fight. I- I'd l- really like to watch that one. Yeah. I also follow your Dennis Ugus's trainer, Ismail Salas. I, s- I assume is how you say it on Instagram. Very cool. Uh, very interesting way of holding pads and just doing stuff. Anyway, very uh, very cool. Um. And April twenty third, we have uh, Dillian White versus the Gypsy King. Twice and fair. Yeah. Um. That yeah, should be interesting. Just going through real quick. Uh. Your Dennis Ugas versus Earl Spence Jr., you got any predictions on that one? Earl. Bye, Earl. Um <clears throat> I'm gonna take Ugas. Uh is he bigger? Yeah, he's enormous. Yeah, he's a big boy. Big, yeah. Uh and I sort of feel like I sort of feel like Spence is ducking uh Bud. Terrence Crawford, and so I feel like he's trying to do this to sort of get another belt and then maybe unify and get some money, but I sort of felt like he had to take this fight, and I don't know anything about, I'm just guessing, just having fun playing fight politics, but I just think Yugos is enormous, and with that sort of really traditional Cuban boxing style, I think it'd be fun. I'm going to take Yugis. Dillian White, Tyson Fury, who we got? Come on, son. All okay. right. <laughs> do we have to talk about this? No. <laughs> it just depends on sir. the... The, the fury that shows up, right? Well, uh, he shows up every time. Oh man, but he fought that one Dutch guy. I can't remember, man. Where he got be- cut pretty bad. Didn't look great in that fight.
0: You think he was slacking though? Who knows? I mean, because he he got into like really good shape. You saw what he transformed his body to. Then he kind of softened up a bit. again. True, true. You know.
1: And I think it was might a last minute or a changed opponent. I can't remember. And then
0: Deontay, but, he looked like a monster. Sure
1: did, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's that. It's in England, right?
1: I can't. I don't know. I don't think so. I th- no, I don't know. I'll have to look into that.
0: I thought it. For some reason, I thought it was because it's like the since England opened up, it's gonna be like the biggest fight in. Oh, maybe. Since. Hey?
1: I'll have to look into that. Or someone out there, feel free to. <laughs> yeah, it could be totally wrong. Let us know. I, I thought it was Vegas, but anyway, whatever. We
0: have internets.
1: That's true. <laughs> we could look, and we will. Uh, all right, let's move on. Also, I wanted to mention April 16th, as well as the WBC Youth Championships. Woo! Yeah, and uh, obviously, you have some people under your wing. Uh, who you got?
0: Jenna and Tyson.
1: Jenna and Tyson. Now, <clears throat> one of us two, between you and me, is um, making or gets to, I guess, see the matchups, inputting the youth, and, and with the help of Kieran, making the matchups. So I, and I think they've been out there, but I'm pretty sure both Tyson and... Generate right now. Do have a matchup? Am I correct in that? Um, Did you get that email?
0: I didn't. I had a parent forward it to me. Oh, sorry, buddy. Okay, no. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> e- Dosa, and yeah, uh, I <laughs> have it now. Okay, it's all good. But well, it's gonna
1: be it's gonna be updated, right? Like,
0: like, right, right. I'll keep updating it. Okay, so you'll know who's in that division. Yeah, send me the new one then. Um, I was under the impression that they didn't have anybody, but regardless, they're gonna get matched up either yep. below or up. Yep. For those listening, listen, I uh, it'll be a mess, man. Like,
1: yeah, sure, sure. And I'm not saying that I'm going to give Chris any info before anyone else. I'm just saying like when the info goes out, I'll just make sure I include you this time. <laughs> yes. Sorry, buddy.
0: Well, what info could you give me?
1: Updated brackets. More, more. There's like, I already have four more entries I have to put in. So they're going to have to be put into weight classes. Is
0: that a, is that a benefit to me? I don't See it as a benefit, but whatever. Well,
1: just the fact that you would know a matchup before oh. everyone else. But well,
0: the matchups are going to be made that day. Yeah, right. But whatever. I guess the
1: whole point is like I'm not.
0: Tyson fear Dylan White, Wembley Stadium. Oh, there it is. Boom, Boom. Lati
1: Wembley. Dang. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for checking that up. Yep. Anyway, so good luck to everybody. Listen, good luck to good luck to everybody. Period. This is a crazy thing happening. uh I'm really excited. Kieran Kettle, you know obviously been putting a ton of work into this and we've never seen anything really like this to this extent so really exciting and then obviously the world championships in august so it's uh, gonna be really cool man just it, to just to be part of the weekend even if you're not you know ju- ju- I just yeah, why be would there. you not go to that yeah yeah gonna be great um all right <clears throat> anything else upcoming that you got
0: yeah, man, um, across the pond, there's, I don't know the exact dates. There's I, so
1: many fights over there, man, I can't keep track. I know, but I really <laughs> love talking oh. about
0: them. So Toby Smith is back again. He's fighting George Mann. George Mann, that oh my goodness. Bugger. Remember that hematoma he got from Smoking Joe Nutterwater?
1: Oh my goodness, man. Hey, you go. No, bigger than that, That's man. Sloth from was, the Goonies. That was really scary. I'm going to let you guys in on a fun secret. I hope it's too late, but maybe not. So, for those who follow Toby the Weapon Smith on Instagram, uh, he was getting some custom shorts made. There was maybe a Canadian fella who went, hey, is there any way I can get a pair of shorts of those custom Toby Smith shorts to Canada? And he said, yes, I can make that happen. So, I said, perfect. And I bought a pair and I didn't tell anyone else, so hopefully you can't buy him anymore. So I'm waiting for them to arrive uh, in the mail.
0: I thought you were going to say he's stiffy
1: <laughs> Well. Uh, Just
0: eat tries to room some money. There you go. Half now, half when they get here.
1: Well, if I'm being honest. Hey. I was expecting, I guess, some kind of email last week about it being shipped and I haven't received it yet. Okay.
0: <laughs> but hey, that's Don't okay. Don't make me come over there. That,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'll book a flight. But uh, no biggie, but. I I just have this weird thing about, I hate having the same things as everyone else. Even if any one other person has it, I hate it. So I'm hoping that I'm the only guy in Canada with those Toby the Weapon Smith shorts.
0: Well, you won't be now. Someone's going to... Well, I'm hoping it's mm -hmm. too late. I'm hoping. And then that super card that's happening in Ireland.
1: Oh, yeah. My goodness.
0: I think that's April 12th or something. Bokow's not fighting on it. He originally, I guess, was slated to fight, but now he's just making a guest appearance. Nico Carillo is fighting Saxon.
1: Let's talk about that real quick.
0: Yeah, I, that's ne- a that's a big bite.
1: Now, I have I have Nico Carrillo on on my question coming up here, um, our, our question top three. But um, how do you feel about that, Nico Carrillo, Obviously, uh, Sc- Scotland, Scottish. Scottish. Remember. Yeah, go, um, man, just flew onto the fight scene. Looks great.
0: Um, and he's a he, he's a unit. You follow him on Instagram, he's waking up at 5 a.m. to run 20 miles. Yeah. And then yeah. he does weird things like run a marathon, then hit for an hour straight. Like, Weird stuff, like...
1: That guy legit has laser focus and clearly looking to be a world yeah. champ kind of thing.
0: But he but is, has he
1: bit off more than he chew fighting, like, a Terminator of a Muay Thai man? Yeah. Who's obviously long in the tooth and had some... Nothing but war. But he just had a banger...
0: And won. Last week and won.
1: That's got to make people it was a
0: tune-up fight, right? Like
1: That's got to give people an eyebrow. Who who is that? so? Saxon. But who did he beat up?
0: Oh, uh, uh come on, man.
1: Tononchai. The to Uh, I can't remember.
0: Anyway. I I think everyone probably sees this he'll have to starch him early. Yep. Jet lag, all of the factors coming to Scala and you get jump on him early.
1: Yep. Nico, yeah, I was going to have to jump on him. Yep.
0: Or play it sit back and play it smart and drag him into Four and five, and then start. Yeah, but they yeah, you're. That's a. I um, actually well seasoned tie.
1: I actually feel bad for sex on like. How can how long can he keep doing this, man? There's going to be some health benefits, not good on the. I'm um, not health benefits on the other side no, of this. You're right. Dude, I feel.
0: And on sex. speaking of kind of. Long in the tooth, guys, jam hot. Yeah Sagami. man I remember watching his videos At Eminent Air Gym And he makes the craziest noises When he hits
1: <laughs> <me>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah but man this
0: guy And he's fighting Ryan Sheehan So Jamwha just came back And won like Channel 7 Or something yep. some A big sta- <clears throat> Mid-tier stadium title Yep And Ryan Sheehan Fights all the top ties He's a, Saw him fight in Ireland He's Starched this
1: tie With a left hook Boom Yeah
0: He's a monster
1: who who got that one?
0: I don't know. Yeah. John Hod's, I think, like thirty eight. Ryan's in his twenties. It,
1: it really depends on which tie shows up, hey.
0: Yeah, and it's but really Ryan, I, he hasn't fought in a very long time. I think his last fight was that fight in Ireland, right? Okay. When I went to Ireland, it's which is coming up on three years, right?
1: Like like for example, um, and, and I don't mean any disrespect, but like but like a good example, what I think of that we would know personally would be Scott McKenzie when he fought Niro Palm Fairtex. Um, he, he took a big chance and fighting a very seasoned tie and, and, uh, what do you know? Nairpong came somewhat prepared, you know, just sometimes you take a big step and, and and you hope it sort of works in your favor. And
0: I think, I think it'll be competitive fight. Yeah. Ryan's good enough.
1: Yeah. But I, I, anyway, no disrespect to Scott. I just, just, that's the classic situation of like, um. You did your work, and sometimes it's just the guy with hundreds more fights. It's, it's going to depend on which of them comes to well, that, the That to the could
0: fight. be Carrillo, Saxon.
1: Yes, I agree. I agree. But so, I but I promise.
0: Carrillo um, hits hard.
1: And probably not going to give him the respect that most people would. He's going to go get him.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. he's not going to care.
1: Very Haggerty-like in his attitude that way, you no. know? Uh, which is great. Yeah, that's right, man. That, that's a heck of a fight card. When was that again, did you say?
0: I think April 12th. April 12th. I could we'll be wrong, or it's coming up March 26th, like same day as... Everything else? Yeah.
1: Speaking of everything else, good segue. Boom. Uh, March 26th, 5th, Fifth. 5th, Fifth. 1FC, right?
0: March 26th. Saturday? Yeah. Oh, dang. I know, weird that they're doing Saturday, but it's an all-day thing. They have like three different cards. Yeah, massive amounts <laughs> of cards. So, we'll talk about the ones we care about. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, 1FC. So, obviously, the big one's going to be Murat Gregorian versus Bond for the world world title.
0: Is that the big one, or is it Demetrius Johnson versus Mighty... I mean, versus uh, Mighty... Don't even care. <laughs> <Ting>. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's like... That's what this one... But yeah, this is the fight. And it's not even a main event fight. Crazy. That's I think crazy. it is on one of them. It's got to be. But No. Ah! Ah! Who's going no. to win?
1: I know, man. And I, I know Gregorian has knocked out Superbomb before. Yeah. Terrorally. early. Yeah. It was early. And Superbomb... If you, if you kind of look at that fight, was very Thai style in his defense. Didn't have a tight guard at all. Um, and it, well, you saw it happen. I think um, he's learned a lot since then. Without a doubt. Murat Gregorian, 30 years old, trains at a Hemmer's gym. Uh, Nick Hemmer's dad, Core Hemmer's, who was Ramon Decker's father-in-law and coach, uh, who was my hero. Gregorian, 65 wins, 11 losses, 34 knockouts. That's a lot of headaches, man. <laughs> Glory champ, Kunlun fight tournament champ. KO'd Superbond, two-time K1 champ. Um,
0: he's beat them all too. Yeah,
1: and fought them all. Yeah, and just made a stone. Superbond, 31 years old, 112 wins, 34 losses. Loon, he's fought <sighs> uh, and Kunlun Infusion, 1FC, Kunlun Fight Champ, Infusion Tournament winner, 1FC champ, Thailand champ. Oh, uh, man. Like, jeez. Uh, oh, it, I'm sure if I didn't see Superbond versus... Trojan I would say Gregorian,
0: but it's a toss-up. Yeah, you
1: got to pick one. If we had to pick one, you got to pick one. Who's it gonna be? I'm
0: Superbon. How come? I think he's in prime form. Yeah. So is Murat Gregorian, but I think he... I'm
1: gonna take Superbon too.
0: I think he's gonna kick the piss out of his arms.
1: I agree. Yep. Those high, all high kicks. Yeah. And he's
0: relentless with round kicks.
1: He is. It's and, awesome. And high. How many guys do you th- see throw high kicks? High kick. High kick. High kick.
0: Yeah, and doubling up, right? Yep. Going, that's how he got.
1: That's it. Just k- keep the kicks just high. Keep, keep kicking. Off
0: them. Um, You're right, man.
1: And uh, I just love this ride that Super Bonds on. And it, again, if I'm if I'm being honest, I I have no problem with Dutch kickboxing or whatever. But I like fighters who stand out just from their style. I, I like style, and a lot of Dutch fighters just look the same: crosshook, low kick. You know, just just very similar in their style. And it's not it's a great style, but. I like the guys who separate. bond style is fun, cool, like it. Love love the style of his fighting. Um, we're both taking Superbond this one? Yeah? All right. Let's get to this ridiculous fight. Rod Tang versus Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson.
0: Rod Tang KO because it's Muay Thai first round next. <laughs> yeah? That's what you're going for? what well, has got to be. Well, it's going to be that or it's going to be round two when it's time to he gets yeah. submitted.
1: I can't see round like, three or four. Like... It's going to end in one or round, one or round it two. It shouldn't
0: even be a four-round fight. It should be a two-round fight. I, I agree. saying, if you don't knock him out, we're giving you an opportunity to make a lot of money and knock this guy out. If you, but if you do don't, it. you're going to get choked unconscious. Okay. Yeah. Hey Demetrius, if you, if you don't get knocked out, you get to choke a guy unconscious for make a lot of money. Okay. I
1: agree. Doesn't so in that in saying that, doesn't this seem so stupid? What a stupid fight! Like these guys are the.
0: It is stupid, but we're going to watch.
1: Tip of the spear. I am, but I don't. Yeah, I am. I'm curious of the result. I guess. Uh, I'd love to see Rod Tang. Okay, hold up. Uh, why did you say for like? Do you think he's just gonna go get him, march him down? It's Rod Tang. Yeah, that's just what he does. And he's right? the
0: same size as him. He walked down Haggerty, and Haggerty has fantastic teeps and fakes. Right? He just walked straight at him and Agreed. clobbered him.
1: Do you think Demetrius Johnson is just gonna try to run? Not run, but you know, just stay distance. I think he's going to either make he all the way on the outside or clinch him and hug him and wait till the end of the round. Like just, I think that's what I think is going to happen.
0: Then he's going to get swept hard. I don't know, man. I think Rod Tang's a seasoned enough tie. He's had people run. It's in a cage, right? With MMA gloves. Yeah. Demetrius Johnson have never been hit in MMA gloves. Like this guy can hit.
1: I don't know. No. Yes. Of
0: course. Of course. Of course. And just the way it's coming at you too, it's just completely different, right?
1: But I also wonder if Demetrius Johnson is going to pull some clinch things, not traditional, like almost like...
0: Like borderline um, illegal?
1: Like slide under, not quite double leg because his knee won't touch the ground, but get under the hands to try to almost scoop into a clinch kind of thing. Like he's not a dummy, man. He's insanely smart. And I, I
0: could totally see that, especially on the cage and stuff.
1: Right, To take his back, you know, almost like a suplex style, like try to, try to, you know.
0: But, again, Rod Tang, I think beat the piss out of his legs.
1: I hope so. Yeah, like pop, pop, Oh yeah, I'm hoping Demetrius Johnson does something stupid, like go to catch a low kick, and then instead just listen, man. I will always cheer for Muay Thai over MMA. I want Rod Tang to win by spectacular knockout.
0: <laughs> Demetrius Johnson's a cool dude. I
1: yeah. He is. and, and One I mean, of
0: them is going to win by.
1: Stoppage. By this what not, they should win by. Right, right. I'm assuming. Um, uh, like, man, Demetrius Johnson, I mean, he's got that one highlight where he throws that guy in the air and in midair puts him in an arm bar.
0: Yeah, that was cool. Insane. That like, was cool.
1: He's not dumb. So
0: He's not dumb, but his, he's not Floyd Mayweather.
1: You're sh- you're you're. He dead, can get hit, man. He's you're dead a- set on Rod Tang, hey? <laughs> yes,
0: I am. Is I hope right? he's training hard. I hope he's not taking it like this guy's just going to run away because I because you haven't seen squat from Rod Tang since. Um,
1: and Demetrius Johnson's been on a you know loo- a couple of, you know losses and the, you
0: know. See, here we are talking about, it and I'm getting fired up. I really want. You know what it is? To win. Right? Yeah, it's, it's Muay Thai versus MMA. Yep. I really gonna get squashed. Five rounds? Five minute rounds? Four. Oh. Sorry? I don't know. I think threes. Three minute rounds. Or they're going to do like a three, five, three. I have no idea what the, but I know it's four rounds.
1: Damn. I'm going to take Demetrius Johnson. Man, I love Asia.
0: They do things like this.
1: <laughs> remember guess. Pride? Yeah, but I didn't like those freak fights either, man. I didn't like him in
0: Pride. Like,
1: I'm just a purist guy. But
0: remember, like, Bob Sapp versus. Uh,
1: I hated that fight. Noguera. Freak fight.
0: That and like uh, didn't Ernesto Hoos do one too? Yep,
1: yep. Got knocked out, yeah.
0: But you're just so excited to see the kickboxer put their boxing gloves on and just
1: True. I get it. (laughs) I'll watch it, man. I'm not definitely not, but I really want Rod Tang to win, but I'm gonna take Demetrius Johnson. Really quick though, check this out. Rod Tang's twenty four years old. Two hundred and sixty seven wins and forty two (laughs) losses. That is insane. Um uh, jeez. Uh, he did fight obviously kickboxer, which should have won tension. Man, he should have won that fight. He got robbed, eh? He sure did. August 18th, Rajadamnarn fight of the year. August uh, 2019, sorry, 18. August 2019, fight of the year versus Saxon in Rajadamnarn. Like, <laughs> he's been <laughs> in some wars. Jesus, man. Yeah, sure has. Um, defended his title three times. Mighty Mouse, 35 years old getting a little old in the fight years, 30 wins, four losses in MMA. So everything is different with these guys, man. But you say Rod Tang.
0: Like KO. I'm going to take Johnson. And speaking of Johnson not being an idiot, he's not going to try. If he's getting pieced up, you think he's going to be like, I'm going to try and bring it to the second round so I can get him. Yeah. You're getting paid, man. If you're getting smacked around, like Rod Tang smacks people around, why not be like, I'm out. I don't I, I don't know, man. I really want Rod Tick to win that.
1: I just think Mighty Mouse is going to finish it in the second round. I think he's going to make a boring first round. But I don't want that. Cool. There's my opinion. Dang it. Shinya Aoki versus Yoshihiro Sexyama. Sexy. Old school fight here. Yeah, this is old school. Have you? Uh, the reason I bring this out, did you hear... Uh, first of all, Shinya Aoki is crazy as shit. That guy's <laughs> batshit crazy. Have you heard that guy talk when he called out... Akiyama a little while ago It was like What is happening man Are you from like A bad guy From a cart, Like a anime cartoon It was strange Did you see it
0: Yeah but Weird. whatever. Like is that how he talks I don't know he's Is a, that normal
1: He's a Character Strange as hell That fella I like it But uh, I thought that was a little like What's happening here it's MMA right Yeah, yeah. Uh, Against uh, obviously uh, Sexy Yama Who has more muscles than muscles Yep Um, John
0: Wayne Parr. I don't care about that. You got anybody in that one? I don't care about that. (laughs) No? Not really at all.
1: (laughs) I like what those guys represent in the grappling world in MMA, even though I'm not a MMA or a grappling guy. But uh, I'm going to take Aoki. All right, moving on. Wushu versus Muay Thai. Edward Foliang versus John Wayne Parr. Yeah. (sighs) I don't like it. I didn't like I don't want to see John Wayne Parr fight anymore. I love that guy to death. Um, for me he's done Now listen, I know th- there's a reason he is who he is. This guy has done everything and anything he, that he could ever need from my 100% respect for the rest of his life unwavering. You know what I mean? Like
0: I think he's really chasing the 100th win. I get it. If he gets it he's hang him up. I think he'd 45.
1: Yeah. yeah, 45 years old. Edward Foleying 37 years old. Um, now, I didn't Edward Foleying's fast, man. You know, he, he's fast. But then I started doing some background on this and Edward Foleying gets knocked out a lot. Um, um John Wayne Parr, you don't lose your power.
0: You might yeah, be slow as shit, but he's gonna hit you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And John, you know, and obviously John Wayne Parr is John Wayne Parr. Um I felt better about I feel better about John Wayne Parr winning this fight now than I did earlier, but uh I don't know, man. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Foleyang. I think I think it's over. How dare you? I know. I feel terrible. I think I again I I am so bad at doing this stuff, but I think it I think it's just over for John Wayne Parr. I think uh he's just a little too slow. Jesus, that hurts my feelings to say. Um, because he's the man.
0: He's gonna knock him out and he's gonna retire. On, I, I hope so, man. On freaking Glorious. See, look, you just sparked my (laughs) Uh stressometer on my watch. Chris's watch is going
1: off. Take it easy, Chris. You take it easy. I'm just, I don't want it that way. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to be logical here.
0: Well, be logical. That dude gets knocked out a lot. Yeah. But I,
1: I, man, I'm going to say Edward Foley by knockout. Unfortunately. I hate saying it. What What do you take?
0: John Wayne Parr KO.
1: Yeah. I hope that's what it is, man.
0: Retires with all that gold glitter falling from the heavens. Agreed. And deserved it. He's crying and I'm crying.
1: Yeah. Yes. I want that, man. I really do. Um. Yeah. Good luck, man. I'm really cheering for John Wayne Parr. That um, 11 and 3. John Wayne Parr is 11 and 3. and 45 years old. 11 and 3 in boxing.
0: Hey, speaking of, sorry, John Wayne Parr. His yep. daughter, she did a boxing fight last, Jasmine Parr. Yep. But she had a Muay Thai fight just before her boxing fight too, and she freaking looked awesome. She was stringing combinations together like it looked like a pad session for her. It was sweet.
1: Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, man. Her punches very much, and her entry into her like one two very man. much it looks like John Moy It was really nice to watch. Awesome. Hopefully we see her uh Hopefully we see her sort of uh um maybe continue on, man. I mean, she it looks like Moy Muay- I, I'm always going to cheer for Muay Thai. I'm hoping that that's the direction she goes. Carry on that lace, that last name. Um, and make your own, of course. Um, sorry, as I was saying, so John Wayne Par, eleven and 3 in boxing, 99-34 in Muay Thai slash kickboxing. So he's chasing that 100th win. Uh, Three-fight losing skid, unfortunately. The last time he went on something, he had a four-fight losing skid. It was in 05-06. He lost uh, um, four fights in a row. Um... Lost the last three. Nikki Holtzkin, obviously, but I mean, that's a bad. That's one of the baddest men on the planet, you know. But what? Can, yeah. What can you say? Um, who did he lose to
0: before that? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I, 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 I saw it. I just can't remember. I try not to get too invested in him. I got gotcha. you. Um, I feel like he shouldn't be fighting, but. I know. Can't um, tell the guy.
1: The, the, he he's a, he's a living legend, man. And and uh, long after fighting, I I one of my goals in life, one of my bucket list things is to do a private with John Wayne Parr, which means I want to go to Australia. John Parr. Yeah, not in Canada. I want to go there, and make something out of it. But but uh, yeah, man, I uh, love to see that guy take a beautiful win, like you said, just 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 have the 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 awesomest retirement. So deserve it. Yep. Um, also, so we were supposed to have Nong over versus. Uh, uh i ramazanov and uh that i don't know what happened but now it's felipe lobo don't know too much about felipe lobo but let's talk about
0: nongo felipe is like he pulls off gangster shit too he, oh yeah that's he true. looks like a pad session yeah that's he does true. he does things you practice like yep
1: that's true that's true um kick hold I, it like the there's car, some fun stuff yeah, yeah. but but it's nongo. My goodness! Check this out. I, I wrote some stuff down about Nong-O. In my in my opinion, Nong-O is the not the greatest of all time, but you could put him in that the, in that category. Unsung, like he's quiet. Unsung, yeah. You know, and he is so he's one of the best of all time in my opinion. Check this out: seven division champion, uh, t- two-time Thailand champion, one Rajadamnern, one Lumpini, or th- uh, one, two, three, four, five, I'm sorry, uh, 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 and then one one FC. Uh, I think it was three-time Lumpini champ. Since 2013, he's only got five losses, and three of them are against the same guy. Who was that? Uh, Chamuak Tong. Um, Along with this, hold up. He has fought Singdam, a freaking legend, 12 times. Yep. He has fought Sanchai five times. He's fought Pech Boon Chu eight times. Eight? Eight. He's fought Pakorn four times. (laughs) Jong Tong. Three times. Saki Dao. Three times. All those names I listed are the best to ever do it, man. And he... That's like 40... Uh, 40 fights against those names. Insane.
0: Just the experience alone, man. That you gain from that. No wonder these guys are so good. God. No joke. I i, I feel like he
1: could be in the... 12 times against him.
0: 12. Do you remember their last one? They like bowed at each other. No, yeah. that wasn't... Uh, was somebody else I'm thinking of.
1: Oh, I think I'm maybe thinking of the same thing too.
0: Sang Manny and somebody. Um They had a bunch of fights. That's right. Yeah. I think it was like their fourth or something. Um, whatever, twelve is. Jeez, man. <laughs> Probably since they were kids. Yes, yeah. I, le- I went
1: all the way back. Yeah, yeah. As far as I could. Um Man, Nong O too, 35 years old. He's got to be getting close to retirement. I uh I think Nong O retires without anybody beating him, up to up from now on. But I also think retirement's coming.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. He hasn't fought in a while.
1: Um, I know that Liam Harrison has just been all over trying to get a fight with him. You know, So he's trying to get like a rematch maybe with Rod Lecker, someone to sort of boost him up to that title fight.
0: Uh, Does he have something coming up?
1: He, he mentioned it a few days ago. He's got a fight in five weeks. So unfortunately, I don't have the division list in front of me, but I sure love to play matchmaker and just live in my own head. <clears throat> but I'll have to look into that. Maybe it'll be a new signing. Maybe. Yeah, they have yeah, the man. They sign people crazy, hey? Yeah. Um, who do you got? Nongo Felipe Lobo? Nongo. Yeah. He's Experience. A, he's a legend, man. I, again, a, a, an actual living legend here. And I, to be honest, I think out of all the fights, that's the I, the only ones I, I wrote down. I do know Capitan is fighting as well against uh, that Japanese guy. I can't remember his name. Damn it. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the highlights on one. double forearm block and bang, 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 bang into those counters, mm. dreads. I don't know his name. Bad dude, but uh, Capitan isn't going to stand there and let you bang off three and five hit combos on him. He's going to come get you. Yeah, so I'm going to take Capitan. I know Stamp Fairtex is fighting Angela Lee, world world title fight. That's the main event. Nice. Um, I I don't I know enough about Stamp. I don't know enough about Angela Lee, so I can't really comment. Have they fought before? Do you know? I uh, want to say yes. Okay. Uh, and I think Angela Lee maybe won that. I'm not really sure. But hey, as I said, I'm always taking Muay Thai, so I'm going to cheer for stamp fair tax. <laughs> Sorry, you got something to say?
0: No, I'm just trying to think of if there's any other... Um, Kickboxing Muay Thai? Yeah. You know what I don't like about One Championship Instagram? They don't ever post their fight cards. Who? One? one championship. They don't? Yeah, if you like search them and go to their Instagram page. Oh, I like usually they never post. Oh, their fight cards. I see their I lineups, see what but whatever. Maybe they want you
1: to go to the app. I think so. Yeah, which I love. Great app. Um, all right, man. I think that's all I, I got as far as. Oh, Chingiz Alzov. Oh yeah, you're
0: right. Versus uh, uh, uh so, Oh my goodness! Yeah, crazy, right? That's gonna be a hell of a fight. Jeez, too. we gotta talk about <laughs> that. All these could be made. Ah!
1: Um. I, I think uh you can't bet against Sittachai, but I think I think
0: you think it's Ching is his time? No,
1: no only because it's Sittachai. I think almost anybody else he wins. I still think I, I kind of think Superbon Gregorian Sittachai are one, two, three, and I think everybody else is a little bit down the list. That's my opinion.
0: What's your thoughts? I agree. Yeah? Yeah. Such a Yeah. Alizov, point.
1: I guess I'd put him at number four. But uh, I think those top three those top three guys are sort of separated. But I do like Chingiz Alizov, man. I, I didn't know too, too much about him before uh, the tournament. Saw a couple fights. But, man, love his style. Love his great bad dude. What
0: are you looking up there, Chris? Uh, I found the fight card. There's We hit them all that we would want to talk about. So good job. All right.
1: Uh, okay. Also happening on the, the 26th. Yeah. Muay Thai world cup. <laughs> Sorry. I can't, I, between Friday, I got something going on Friday and Saturday. Uh, so obviously the Muay Thai world cup myself, I'm going to be uh, doing the commentary, uh, as well as, um, Rashido big wig, Mike Bondi, uh, for the amateur part. And then we'll have somebody else come in for the professional portion of the show. That's really cool. I, I, I love that Mike's going to be there. He's always been in our corners, very analytical fighter. Uh, uh, very visual, very observant. So that that should be interesting to have him there, uh, doing commentary. Sweet. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's break this down. Let's let's talk about the um, main event first. Sorry, guys. I literally just had it on my phone here, and then the main
0: event is Jake Peacock what, what? versus Oscar Cordero from Spain.
1: Um, sorry. Here we go. Jake Peacock. So, obviously, we've talked about this lots. My good friend here, Mr. McMillan, you're uh, one of his main trainers. Um, How's it going up to this point? Bueno, we're one week away from weigh-ins. Could do it. this week.
0: Yeah, at that stage. Yeah, that's as all pros are. Yeah, that's Uh, kind of like it. Always sucks having an opponent change. Yeah, but Jake's—he doesn't care about titles. He doesn't care about. um,
1: Really, he doesn't.
0: No, he just wants to fight. Yeah, he's a pure fighter, heart and heart, like through and through. He just wants to fight.
1: I thought he was pretty motivated by championships.
0: No? I don't think so. Oh, that's cool. No, he just wants to scrap and... Just do the deed. Do the deed. under the lights. Yeah. Awesome. He, uh... Yeah, I was interested to see, because he was fighting in England, um... And lost his European title, but... Yeah, did not care at all. Just wanted to fight. He, um... Yeah, so he... he there was a couple opponents, like, so there was, like, limbo for a day or two. We were like, come on, is this going to happen? But now it's secured, so let's rock.
1: Let me tell you a little something-something about Jake. So I, know, I know people don't want to say it, but I can... I know that there was a lot of people who claimed... Uh, and I don't care, I'm just saying. A- anytime, call us if you need a... We're, my guys train all the time, we're ready. And uh, they didn't pick up the phone when someone needed... When Jake needed an opponent. <laughs> so... There was, I'm saying, there's a lot of few people in that weight class who are like, bro, anytime, whatever, we're always ready. And so, when the call came, oh boy, we need a last minute replacement. People went, oh, I rolled my ankle or yeah, whatever. and mm-hmm. I don't blame a man. Jake is a fighters fight, right? And the bottom line is, I wouldn't. The, the reality is, I wouldn't want to take Jake on a full camp either if I didn't have a short one. Jake's an animal.
0: <laughs> it's a freaking animal, he's an man.
1: Animal. He's a, he's an animal.
0: Um, I get mauled on the pads. It's like get mauled. Yeah, it's like a great way to. Eight. yeah it's so much fun yeah yeah it's, it's fun, so eh? much fun
1: um so obviously we talked about this l- last podcast um um Jake did have trouble with the height in, in his line fight when he when he lost his European title um is there any adjustments you guys made between those two fights just just in that alone I know every fighter is different but um you don't have to give out specifics obviously but
0: no well I mean I don't think his opponents can be listening to this no. So like slight adjustments, nothing crazy. I don't think he had so much trouble getting in. It was just like not using the appropriate tools to get in, right? I got what you're saying. Not,
1: yep.
0: Not I, adjusting, you know. Yeah. So no. definitely been working on like get your shit together.
1: <laughs> uh, I agree. I, I thought the, I thought the tools that he maybe normally used to get in, he tried to force and it wasn't working. Yeah. 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 I agree.
0: We had a conversation the other day. <clears throat> If he's having fun, like if the Jake that fought um, everyone Federico, else. Yep. like he was doing crazy shit. He was having so much fun. Yeah. Um, you know, like missing a low kick and coming back with that axe kick right. to the, like the, yeah, where does that come time. from? Right. People don't do that when you're like super loose. When and you're just, in it. When you're, yeah. Yeah. So in his own. This is Jake's first time being a main event and in his hometown. Do you, um, do being you use, a, like... My, he's huge in the Muay Thai world.
1: Do you I mean, think that will play a factor in him mentally? We talk about this too.
0: I'm like, because I told him you, you're very. Um, he's a very amped up guy. He gets emotionally charged. not not emotionally in the sense that like he's not on he's not focused or anything. Right. He's just like
1: emotionally charged. He's just charged.
0: like let's go. It's yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I've never been anyth- around anything like that. It's very unique. Yep. Um, I've been main event. It's, it's a big, scary thing. Yeah. I think he's going to handle it just fine, but that's part of my job is. Yeah. Keeping his head level.
1: That's right. The, the main event spot to me, um, the weirdest part for me is when it's, there's only two guys left in the back hitting pads. Yeah. That, that to me is the weirdest part of the main event. The fight is the fight. Doesn't matter when, where, or when I get it, the magnitude, but anytime you or myself, the few times I was the main event, it was the only other sound you hear is your opponent. Like yeah. that's the guy you're going to fight here right away. That's uh, that's what trips me out because when you're in the, at the beginning of the fight, everyone's hitting pads and yelling and screaming and cheering, and but when there's only two teams left, man, it's a uh,
0: the odd straggler coming to get something from their bag,
1: and they, they feel the tension. They don't want to say anything. Hey, like, good luck, man. Good luck, guys. <laughs> so, <clears> um,
0: no, I think he's going to handle it just fine. He thrives in that environment, and I I think it's only going to add agreed. fuel to the fire. Agreed. Um, I not, predict a finish
1: because I commentate. I'm not going to make any predictions. I have, my, I have my predictions. Uh, I just, you know, just keep it professional. Um, I predict Jake by stoppage. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the only one I'm going to say. Come on. That's the only one. You, I'm sorry.
0: Uh, I'm
1: sorry. Uh, I'm a you fan can, of Jake. You
0: can have, I think it's totally fine to have a prediction. If it affects your calling, then shame on you. Nothing
1: but. affects my calling.
0: Nothing. Nothing. You I call him flick you right in the left nut.
1: I call them as I see them, and I'm sorry if you don't like it. That's a job. As, that's it. Yep. Yeah. I Agree. It's easy. I just call it as I see it. Uh okay. Um so this one here. Th- this is a great matchup and retirement fight. Uh Zach Many Wounds versus uh Justin Parsons. So Zach Many Wounds trains out of Elite, but obviously uh um very proud and, and from the Sutina Nation. Um and this will be on uh at the Seven Chiefs Sportsplex uh in the Sutina Nation, and he's uh Calling it a career on this fight. Um, what do you think about this, man? You got some some training time, some sparring time with Zach, right? Very little, but he's
0: he's very good. He's a little bit unorthodox, and things come from different angles. Yeah. Gangly, yeah, long, long, thin dude. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a great fight. They're both. They're both there to throw down. Yeah, it's gonna be great. D- definitely.
1: Uh, um, whether Justin continues to fight after this one, don't know. I mean, he did retire after the last one, so it's got to tell you he's getting close to that. So, Justin did um, in the summer show. Yeah, he after that he said he's retired, and then five minutes later said he's unretired.
0: <laughs> oh shit! I had no idea. That's awesome. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, he didn't even get back to the dressing room. No, no, change my mind. No, um,
1: I was just kidding, just joking. But uh, either way, these guys are definitely getting getting to the end here. Zach has confirmed. Um, I just want to see a good fight from both guys. Both guys are gentlemen. I love the fun little call out that Justin had good old school blue collar call out there on, uh, Instagram. Just I'm coming to fight, man. Like, you know, be ready. We're going to go. I'm coming to fight. Please expect one. That's uh that was great. Yep. Good old school, old school call out. Um, I wish both these gentlemen good luck. And, uh, I'm, I'm getting to know both these guys f- decently well and, uh, I, just keep, I hope they stay safe. Stay safe, have a good fight. And if there's some cash on the line, I'd love to see these guys win fight of the night. Nice. Yeah. Um, we also have for our WBC Canadian Super Featherweight Championship at 130 pounds, Aaron Wilson from Elite versus uh, Hany CM versus from uh, Ajax MMA. Do um, you know anything about these guys? I've seen Aaron fight once. When he uh, took apart, what was that, uh, Min is that his name yeah. yeah
0: he's a big puncher yep
1: um, so, sort of has an MMA looking style to me too
0: yep yeah. Yeah. not a traditional style but yeah, he's a heavy hitter man and uh, I don't know anything about his opponent yep he looks somewhat of traditional style yep so we might be able to keep him at bay keep those hands away from him but we'll see and, uh, that'll be a good one
1: yeah 130 pound title uh, so you got five rounds of a uh, couple one two ferrets just getting crazy <laughs> after each other man it's they're going to fly for sure.
0: Yeah, been like um the smaller weights fantastic fights. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so lightning fly. fast. Yeah, love it. Um we also have when our uh, friend of the show, Kyle Messenger versus Abdu Haddad. Uh It says Hamoud on here. I'm assuming that's not correct. Haddad, right? Abdu Haddad? Yeah, 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 that's it. Um and so the, obviously from the last podcast, if you haven't listened, please do. Kyle sort of breaks down a bit of their history, training, uh, and all that good stuff. So training partner versus uh, ex-training partner is going to have a fun little tilt here. Who you got in this one, man?
0: Um, I feel like Kyle could drown him. Yeah. I haven't seen Abdu with my own eyes in a very long time. Yeah. Um, obviously I saw his... Stuff online from his stints in Thailand and whatnot, but I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm gonna say Kyle.
1: Kyle, all right. Um, this one I, I I won't make a prediction on, but uh, I this is going to be from what I remember of Abdu and the one time I got to call his fight on Dakota. Shout out to Dakota for giving me my first opportunity commentating, loved it. Um Abdu was definitely looking for sort of that traditional right round kick and it's good. He's got a good right kick, but loved the distance game and range game. And Kyle's not going to give you that. Right. So.
0: And you know, I think that's why I can drown him. Just.
1: So I think this is going to be a clinch fight. Yeah. And these guys have, like Kyle said, a ton of experience clinching each other. Should be fun. Um, all right. Quinn, Quinn Waslik, they say right?
0: I'm sorry, sorry
1: buddy. You got to do it again. I'm sorry, Quinn. I really, I don't want to screw up people's names. Waslick? Waslick? I just think it's Waslick. Right? Waslick. 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 Because everybody calls him Wazzy?
0: Sure. Waslick. Okay. Yeah. Just stick with
1: one. <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, instead of giving you five, I'm sorry, First man. Versus Tyson Green. Versus Tyson Green. Um, now, you fought Tyson Green a good few years ago at the eight-man tournament.
0: And Quinn and Tyson have also...
1: So this is a rematch, well. this, right? Yeah, it's
0: a rematch. Um,
1: and they fought in the amateur days.
0: Yep. Yeah. This was- is Tyson's pro debut. Um, Quinn, I think, will win by stoppage this fight is that right yeah I just we might as well get to the point yeah please just Quinn is on another level man look at the guy yeah he's a monster he's training hard and look like he's got a they have such a stable at Dunamis right now that I just don't think Tyson Green is getting hasn't fought in a long time it's gonna play a factor yeah yeah I just think Quinn's very young and hungry he's gonna do you know how their first fight went uh, I want to say Tyson edged him out with a decision. Okay. Um, I remember that fight. I think it was a WTM and no offense, Quinn, yeah. but you look like dog shit. <laughs> I, You know, he was swinging and missing and yeah, like yeah, unbalanced.
1: Everything was from the muscles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, but he's just loose and, and
1: following his He's on level. Alone. I just, yeah. 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 Uh yeah. Um yeah, I, I we can't make I we can't base anything off what Tyson does off your fight. That was a hundred years ago. Um but man, long, lean guy, and he's been at it for a long time. So uh it should this is gonna be an interesting matchup. Um five five twos, hey? Mm, no prediction from me. Um five twos? Threes, my bad. These are pros. Yeah, these right. are pros. My bad, my bad. Mm-hmm. Um okay, the main event. On the uh, undercard, Canada versus USA, Johnson Garzon versus Bradley, uh, so from Elite, versus Bradley Pelos from Double Dose, um, Brian Dobler, USA. I don't know anything about, obviously I know Double Dose Gym, very traditional, very good Muay Thai, lots of fighters, uh, regional all the way up to to international level fighters. Johnson Garzon coming from the same style of camp.
0: Um, Thoughts? It's going to be so much fun. I love watching Johnson fight. Yeah. Anybody who comes from double dose is legit.
1: Yeah, that's right. So th- this, uh, um, I'm hoping this fight goes longer than Johnson's last one, but similar style of first round. i love to see these guys just get after it. Um, clearly I just like slobber knockers. <laughs> All right. And <laughs> moving on down, we have, uh, Jarek Sekshion versus, uh, Jason Davis. So we saw Jarek fight, uh, um, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry Lou in September and uh, tough man tough to get past that range of Jerry and Jason Davis fought uh, Shane Ball who's you know just just a ball of power um, and both these guys uh, uh, obviously did well Jason Davis won his fight uh, Jarek did not win his, but Jarek has fought since right? I believe so on a Miles fight card I think I can't remember not, not too too long ago but uh, uh, what do you think man obviously both, both very good camps been around a long time they know what they're doing got any predictions for this one?
0: I do not. Okay. Haven't seen enough.
1: Oh, gotcha. Um, Deval Garvey training out of Dunamis, speaking of that stable over there, versus uh, Zachariah Camfield from Milton Muay Thai. Uh, Milton also, uh, that's where the home of Eric Rocha, who was supposed to fight Jake, uh,
0: and unfortunately, for medical reasons, couldn't make it um, this time. But uh, I'm excited for this one. Deval is really good, man. Jake says that he's got next level clinch, which he. Showed a little bit of in the last fight, yeah, <clears throat> and the, he picked that last guy apart. He was beating him up, but that guy was tank. He kept was. coming at him, but yep. um, yeah, man, he's just such a big 155 pounder.
1: And uh, after the fights, I just loved his whole thing. Like he was disappointed in his fight, and you know how come? How come? He said, "Man, I finish guys. Like that's what I do. I finish guys." I'm like, Damn, that's a, that's it's a nice sentence. <laughs> yeah, but
0: you know, um, that's a legit camp too. Yep. You're coming
1: from a place where, uh, yeah, Milton Muay Thai. Milton is. And if, there's, if you train anything at Milton, like, which I clearly can see on Instagram with Eric, you also are going to be good at the clinch.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: So, uh, yeah, Deval, just very tall, long, lean guy, great skills. I don't know much about Zachariah, but we'll find out. But uh, um, interesting matchup, great camps. Uh, moving on down, Elise Keck, Elite, versus Danielle Latini from Loyalist Martial Arts. Um, Elisa Keck. What do you think of her? Have we seen her fight before.
0: Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, young and hungry,
1: yep. upcoming, yep. full and of talent. That's it. Took took a, uh, her fight. Last fight was, was somebody with quite a bit more experience and did well.
0: Listens very well. Yeah. So, which is very, very good thing that you can be doing early on. Yes, because it often doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, other than that, moving on down, Sean Newberry versus Braden Rice Have to open up the open up the uh, the show for the Muay Thai World Cup. Um, that's a hell of an opening. I agree, man. Sean Newberry also fought uh, uh, Jerry Lou and just just lost a, a split decision there. And Braden Rice won. I, I think maybe won a split or was that unanimous? I think it was split. Yeah, we both called those. Uh, Braden comes in at six foot seven, and uh, th- and this fight's at one hundred and seventy five pounds. So I think it's higher than what Braden normally fights at. So, uh, I mean,
0: for Christ's sake, Braden's fought Tim, Tim Lowe.
1: That's true. Yeah,
0: so he's but been uh, cool. yeah, I think that it's <clears throat> a proper weight class.
1: Yeah, um, g- interesting matchup, man. What do you think about this,
0: uh, Sean? I know is going to be very hungry for a win. Yeah, I think he was pretty bummed about his last one, his performance. So he's training with a bit of fire. Yeah, and uh, Braden mm, coming off a win, which I didn't think he went. I'm not going to lie. Um. A little bit of an awkward style, training out of a more of a Rashad Red Deer, definitely more of a MMA style, um, not traditional Muay Thai. Yep. Um, Sean's not the most traditional either. Or more of a but like Kyle was saying about him, and he's trying to mix it up a little bit more and just do his thing. So yeah, it's gonna be a great matchup, man. Yeah, two big bastards.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, Sean. Like I keep saying this, Sean's just one of those guys. Like sitting ringside a few times, calling his fights. When he when he punches you in the face, your face immediately gets red. he's, he's got some kind of power in those hands. Like you don't don't eat one. It sucks. Apparently, and I mean, he sat a guy down with a body jab in September. Like right when I was about to say, man, that looks like it hurts, and buddy sat down. Like, that's cool. Yeah, man, that's something that you can put put a feather in your cap. Like sat someone down with a body jab in Muay Thai. Um, awesome man, so that's the Muay Thai World Cup I'm very excited, I'm excited to be in the, I'm excited to call the fights and watch you in the corner I'm really excited for that man I, as much as I'm going to be watching, watching the g- fight I'm definitely, hey be, don't be looking over I'm going don't to be, be looking, looking, at looking at your over. reaction man I'm going to
0: be, yeah I'm going I'm to just make faces at you stuff <laughs> <laughs> you're commentating um, hey, pay attention
1: and it's just cool man, just kind of full circle you're, you're the guy in the corner in the main event and you know, your last fight I was the guy in the corner you were the main event Mm-hmm. Oh shit you know, it's, it's cool Yeah it's, yeah, cool, it's gonna man. be
0: really cool And that crowd is gonna be Friggin bonkers man It really is That's gonna get loud in there When Jake walks out
1: Jake alone Right Like even if you haven't Bought tickets to watch Jake Maybe you, you're there to watch Jeremy or Sven Yeah <laughs> You're gonna be cheering for him Like yeah. man it's gonna be crazy Hey Can't wait he,
0: I'm pretty sure it's He's gonna wanna Put on a show Without a doubt Right Like Yeah He sold a lot of tickets just don't be crazy. Do it right. Oh, I get crazy! I want to see some crazy jump, spinning, flying. <laughs> no, I don't, not first round anyway. <laughs> yeah, <you know>, let's <laughs> wait a few rounds maybe. Yeah,
1: if it goes that far. Uh, awesome, man. Anything else you want to talk about? Upcoming?
0: Uh, no.
1: Anything happened in the all? past?
0: Just quick shout out to Liam Nolan and the Pretty Killer. Thank you, yep. Iman Barlow. Yeah, both taking home 50 Gs. Damn, savage! Elbows, UK man. represent. That's kind of cool. I don't know why I said that. I'm not from there, but you want to be. But I like them.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, of course. And we obviously got to hang out and have a drinking night with <clears throat> Iman and her dad, which is one of my favorite Muay Thai nights of my whole life. That was so fun. And your win, obviously professional win, debut. Um, should have said that first. I'm sorry, buddy. Come on.
0: <laughs> so Liam yeah, Nolan, was really cool. yeah,
1: Liam Nolan. Dude. That fight was at 175 or something. Loved how he just stood there and ate everything and then smacked that dude, man. Now. Now.
0: Yeah, I know. I know.
1: I'm not sure where you found that guy from.
0: Very short notice fight. Yeah. Like, I don't think he even had a point when he landed in Singapore. Okay. But whatever. I mean, the guy's a WBC world champ. But I want to see him fight- Pet Cut. let's go! Dude, one championship, yes, yes. let's go!
1: And it's time, man. Yeah, he's a WBC world champ. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go! Love it, love
0: it. Come on! Um, he hasn't been active. It's the time to do it. Agree. I think he's been boxing a little bit. Yeah, had one. I have seen training, yep. training videos here and there. Dude, but
1: uh, that would be so fun. What David. are we
0: doing? I think something might be going on with Pet Moricut.
1: Like that's why he hasn't been active. Like injury wise, I'm just gonna assume, More life, or whatever.
0: Whatever. Yeah, yeah,
1: something. I see. Not no. Okay. Not like a fight. Set yep. up. I got you.
0: I need Iman Barlow just <laughs> Haggerty or oh boy, hey, yeah, that was great. Like coming in though, not like downward. It was more of a, like an inside. And dude, she has it was awesome. An awesome, fully committed jump round kick. Like I, I,
1: I've seen her. I've seen her do it her whole career. But it is awesome, man. She's so awesome. She jumps right into heavy, heavy. Like if you miss, man, you're gonna spin yourself around. Love it. Uh, her volume is crazy. Volume is crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. Man, I, I just was so impressed with Liam Nolan's confidence and like I'm just gonna stand here and block your shit and then tear you up. Like right when he did that, I'm like, oh, this is over. Yeah. Like right off the bat, man, he is enormous too. Man, he's clearly put got thick. You know, Liam Nolan.
0: He's a weird body. Like his waist is very. He's gotta have like a size 29 waist. It's tiny. Yeah. And like legs like mine, but his upper frame.
1: Yeah. He kind of reminds me of Super almost. Like very long, long body. He's a tank. Yeah, awesome. And uh, obviously Mombardo, yeah, that was something else. And then, uh, wasn't there a main event? Oh, there was another big knockout on that one. MMA one? I can't remember.
0: Uh, or was it the Big Fellas? I don't remember.
1: Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Um, and I don't know if we talked about it, but uh, Sean Strickland as well, uh, UFC. I you was know, just talking in the past. Just great jab in his fight. I'm not a fan of that guy. but Anyway, should we move on top three? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. All right. My top three to you, sir. And I I'm having a hard time even answering this own one, but your top three sort of upcomers to watch in the next year. The next year, who who would you say if somebody was, hey man, who should I sort of watch, pay attention to in the next year? Okay. I, I don't have to be up and comer as in like, listen, this guy's had one fight. He's been training six months, he's, he's gonna be a world champ. Not like that. But someone who's about to explode bigger than they already are, maybe. You know, they're they're on their way up.
0: Um I pick in a dude from the U Or oh, sorry. From Scotland. I guess it's UK, but he's from Scotland. He's trained out of Aberdeen Fitness. Um, he's trained by my buddy Pete, Hurricane Pete. His name's Lewis Will. Lewis Will, He's a young guy, he's like super gangly. I saw him warming up in England, and I'm like, damn. And I've been watching him ever since. He's a beast. Hmm. Um, similar style to like the Joey Ryan kid I like too from England. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, long, whippy, kick-style. Um, but just his body frame. Was, and he packs that power as, like, a bone rack. Yeah, you were
1: showing me that l- go-go gadget overhand you were showing there. Yeah, he's <laughs> a tank,
0: man. So, shout-out Pete and Lewis. Lewis.will1999 on Instagram. Check him out. There you go. Uh, my second one is Elisa Keck, I oh, think. Oh, out of Elite. I was very impressed with her last fight. Um and she's young and hungry, and I think she listened well. I was very impressed by her listening.
1: And you said that word twice about her, hungry, and, and you see that in her. That's She's hungry. That's yeah, great. I think. And very supportive mom, too. Her mom's very very active. And they're like, very cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: So shout out to her. Awesome. And, um they're very supportive to, like, everybody. You see her mom rocking everybody's shirt. Yeah, yeah. That's she's, great. Yeah, that's the kind of people you need around. That's right. And uh, I have a two-namer for my three. I'm cheating. Oh, boy. Tyson and Jenna going for <whistles> Team Canada in What's April. It? April They're going to make it, and then they're going to potentially be world champions. So Represent their country
1: out. at the world championships in August. Watch
0: out for Tyson and Jenna.
1: Awesome. Um, not in any particular order, but these, these two guys are already pretty... Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. Mark McKinnon. Mark's already a big name, but... I also feel like Mark... And Mark made a post about this. He's been in this game a long time. And and I still feel like his due isn't there yet. I think when this world title uh, fight, and in my opinion, win, happens, uh, I think that's going to boost him to where, in my opinion, he needs to be and should be. Um, Whether he... won championship, I don't know. But there's a lot of fighters out there who don't fight on one championship that just get a lot of sort of recognition and therefore the big fights... And then you start seeing them on some of the sort of the uh, Muay Thai sponsored sort of Instagram or whatever, and I just think Mark is scratching that. I think it's time. Watch, watch Mark in the next year, year and a half, and he's going to be a, a big name in, in, in our industry. I think. Sweet. At his weight. Um, another one, Luke Lessie, the chef. Yeah, uh, I saw him fight. I saw him fight in Iowa a few years ago, and when I saw him, I didn't see anything. And no offense, if luke or anybody knows listen my man look at this dirty kid just his shirt had holes in it it was too big his hair was dirty and needed to be cut <laughs> and then i saw this guy hitting pads kicking pads and it only took two kicks until everybody saw him kicking the pads it was thunderous like i was like oh okay
0: he's got the similar body to this lewis will guy it's Right. like the same kind of uh not the same style but the exact same body type
1: yeah yeah and uh I see in that, that USA, I think he won that, that sort of USA tournament. Did he? But he was supposed to fight uh, Nick Chastain, and I think that would have been something fun. Uh,
0: Why didn't that happen? Nick you know?
1: Chastain? Uh, okay, there's a big thing, but long story short, Nick Chastain threw his opponent out of the ring. Got disqualified? Hey, um, hours after the fight, the guy came back in, kept fighting. Nick Chastain TKO'd him. L- hours later, they complained that he was injured, or I guess had a seizure or something and had to go to the hospital. So he was disqualified. Their argument is, and I hear this, I've been hearing it a lot, that those ropes were so loose that there's an argument that he wouldn't have gone over the ropes if the gear was done properly. Okay. However, it looks like he Did you see it? do it. Yeah, yeah okay. this video. And in slow motion, I, I see both arguments. So, uh, uh, I so he
0: kind of tried to do it, but also could the ropes have pre- prevented it slightly? Yes, yes, <coughs> yes, me. yes. <clears throat> yeah, without a doubt. Okay. Um so Luke
1: I, I just since that Iowa tournament, man, I've been kind of watching him lately, and I know COVID. I mean, you could say anyone's an up and comer for the next twelve year months to watch, but I think I think he could be something big out of uh American Muay Thai. It just needs some opportunities, I think. But I mean, down. He's good, he
0: pulls off some slick stuff. Yeah.
1: And hits hard, man, watching him warm up. My goodness. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um cool. I'm not so I don't know. I, I said Nico Carrillo. I don't know if I agree with that. I feel like he's already on the path. But I also feel like this fight, again, this upcoming fight will sort of, I guess, decide if that's someone we should watch for the next 12 months, his fight against Sexon. So, but he's already on the, on the up and up, man. So I don't know. The other thing I was thinking of was, uh, Finley Smith from Bad Company, okay. Richard Smith. He just turned 18. So he's a bad kid. Yeah. And so now, now that he's bad a dude. sort of an adult, there's there might be some fights there for him, but yeah, that, that was a tough one. Um, it's hard to watch for up and comers because we're just getting back into fighting, but, uh, I'm going to keep an eye on some of these cats. I have a quick question for you. Hit me. George. Jarvis not actually is easy. Yo. I was like, what happened? <laughs> George Jarvis back in the day was going to fight Scott McKenzie at 165, right? Right, well, that's usually what Scott McKenzie was fighting at. I or? don't
0: know the weight, but yeah, they were usually slated to even. fight, I think. Scott busted up his foot. Right. So
1: what does Nico Carrillo fight at? Uh, oh, it's got to be lower than 65. Never mind.
0: Oh, way lower. Yeah, sorry. He sorry. won't be fighting George Jarvis. No,
1: in my mind, I thought those guys were the same weight. I'd love to see those guys go, but never mind. Never mind. Not sure what I am um, saying there. It's, it
0: sounds like Nathan Benden needs to fight Nico Carrillo for like that UK... Right. Kind of right. European Nathan top dog. Just at that beat weight. up uh, Adam Noy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Adam Noy's a bad dude,
0: man. Adam Noy's a bad dude. And have you seen Nathan Bendon's body type? Yeah. Like, man. He doesn't look fun to clinch with, to right. get hit by. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder One it Nico Krillo, but just his shape is like. Yeah.
1: Smash you. All right, man. You got a top three for me?
0: Yeah. Um. Because you, like I, started in karate. Actually, you started in Taekwondo.
1: Taekwondo. Karate I started in karate he start,
0: I thought you started In my grandpa's backyard
1: <laughs> Sorry Not with my grandpa He built a, There's a dude real quick A dude who lived In the basement Who knew karate Very Van Damme oh, right, Like he was right. Israeli And uh, just said Hey this guy knows karate And my, gra- I loved karate Because of my grandpa Because of blood sport Shout out to blood sport My grandpa And uh, built him Built him a karate studio In the backyard For him and basically me So I started karate there And then he moved to Israel And that was that But
0: anyway Go ahead Question: um, <laughs> What have what are the top three things you've um, learning karate and kind of translated into your muay thai? So,
1: what what best things have crossed over for me well from karate to muay thai?
0: Yeah, that yeah. kind of helped you. Yeah, yeah.
1: Number one was is uh, distance. I know because because karate is a game of centimeters because of point fighting. I did a lot of point fighting as a junior, like hundreds and hundreds of tournaments. So because it really is a game of centimeters. I, I call it my spidey senses. Uh, my, my spidey senses tingle when I, I think I'm in danger or I, I'm in the range of being hit. And they turn off when I'm not. And that is like a small slide of my foot. I know the exact distance where I think I can get hit, uh, where I'm safe and not safe. So hypersensitive to that. Uh, kicking variety. Mm-hmm. Um, Muay Thai is fairly basic in the kick department. Super powerful. But uh, things like side kicks, spinning kicks. When you miss a kick, I have a spin kick or maybe a side kick or something I can bail myself out of. Um, so the variety of kicks. Um, and the other thing would I would say is I like to be a bull. I like to move forward and be a bit of a bull. But if you're a better bull than me, I can fall back onto footwork. If you're a, if you're a, if you can push me backwards, I can fall back on my footwork, moving around, in and out, bouncing. So I like that I have that option. If I can play, I can literally play one the left or right side of, of the field, you know, stand still or bounce.
0: How about you, buddy? Cool. Yeah, man, it's fun thinking about it. Um,
1: not wearing socks.
0: <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> I didn't think you were going to say that. <laughs> variety, like you not necessarily kicking variety, but just variety. I remember when I first started, like that was my thing, like, All kinds of crazy throw. Yeah. um, Now, yeah, just picking it up. Like, cause I was never good at just like one thing at karate, right? Like trying to win uh, point finding matches. You gotta like use all your. And I don't mean to
1: interrupt you, but I have a theory on that. I love karate too. I've been doing karate longer than Muay Thai. The reason karate gets to use variety is because it's not full contact. Right. That's my opinion. Yeah, I I totally agree. your, Your your margin for error in Muay Thai is so less that you can't throw some of this crazy shit, right? you expose your spine, you turn yourself sideways. So, so yeah, we get away with it because the contact's not there,
0: but anyway. And that's why it's super impressive guys like Leo Machida and uh wonder boy can pull karate off. Right. Karate stances. Right. Anyway.
1: Point fighting full contact. It's pretty cool. Yep.
0: Um, yeah. So variety, um, maybe the understanding of like angles. Yeah. I was never necessarily good at that, but like just to understand, not big on it. Um, Per se. Yeah. And being comfortable in the other stance too, kind of like switching. That's true. Yeah. I I, don't know. I remember Des, we always did some switching stuff, right? Yeah.
1: Like, I'm a self-paw. I got comfortable orthodox because I held pads for you for 15 million years. Yeah. So I literally got comfortable orthodox from holding
0: pads. And uh, my grit. Pardon me? My grit. Pardon me? You listen, bad. listen. <laughs> that I took from karate into Muay Thai was grit sucking it up where did we start we started in a shitty basement punching tires yeah but also a community hall with basically concrete floor
1: and and old school karate dudes and
0: old school des
1: and curtis
0: curtis who that was my first legit punch in the face for being a <laughs> shithead i'll admit but after being punched in the face and being like oh, i just got punched in the face for real Right, you shut up, like on purpose. And man. Get back to work. Yeah, yeah meant we're to here though. to. I meant to punch you in the face, bitch. We're here I'm to. Yeah, we're up. here to fight. And then just like Des did, we did sitting in horse stance for five minutes straight. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, push ups on your knuckles on those floors. Des um, would make
1: fun of you just because he was that kind of guy. South just quick with his tongue if you did yeah, something silly. And I
0: mean, <laughs> we won't get into details, but I will say to you, like that era. Yep. where he lived and all that, all yep. that stuff that was going on at the time. Yep. Right. Yep. The neighborhood. So.
1: Yep. And, and, and uh, combined with, we talked about the, the old school mentality, Des Curtis, Des for sure. Desmond, he, he, he fought in those old school USA tournaments, man, where it was referees and judges had to pull them apart. Um, and Curtis came from black dragon gill of fantasy, who we did a podcast with, who is like a man amongst men, one of the scariest men I've ever met known. Um, and so be- Curtis came from there and because I was a product of there, but I was a little more on the tail end of the blood and guts kind of karate area, you know, but I got some of it. So what you got were Curtis, myself and Des who all came from a place of the tail end of the hardcore martial arts, right? We punched each other without gloves. You didn't say anything. You shut up and we sit in horse
0: dance. And- I remember I came in and you guys were training and like you were laying on the ground. Des was like sitting and like Curtis was leaning up against the wall or something. Cause you guys had just sparred for like an hour
1: Oh God, I don't remember that. But yeah, it's sparring those guys. Yeah, you just and and Gil,
0: man. Like I think you were getting ready for a tournament. Oh, well, probably. But
1: it, it was all just the same, man. Like like Gil, the fantasy um, from Black Dragon. He would come out of the room and he'd wear these black old school MMA gloves. Not quite Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon style, but and everybody had butterflies, man. Who was it gonna be today? But you just didn't say anything. You just yeah. shut up. Like man, it's crazy. So so. Yeah, so it's, Interesting to say, grit, man. A little bit
0: of grit, or like the balls too, because I remember being put that community hall had a stage. Yep, like, get up there and do your kata, or whatever. Count down and do your kata. I'm like, <laughs> but that's what's cool about karate, right? You get the kids to stand up and say your speech. Yeah, yep, yep, and do your kata in front of everybody. That was yep. tough at that age.
1: I'm I'm tied to the death, but I still love a lot of karate's values: failing lots, detail. Make sure your toes are together. Your uniform is tied right. Your belt's like detail, detail, detail. That's our biggest program? Yeah, it really is. It's, it, I I, I love the lessons of karate still. All right, man, you got a uh, student of the podcast for me. I was curious. I was curious how you were going to answer that your own question there about what to take away from karate because, for Christ's sakes, how long has it been?
0: Um, I I I think I quit when I was fifteen.
1: So there you go. Forty years. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Do you, do you take, have you taken any, because uh, in our gym, we split the curtain and we have Muay Thai and karate going on at the same time. Is there anything that you've taken away watching karate? Like, Hey, damn, I could use that. Totally. And over the years. Yeah, yeah. Anything 100%. specific that comes Sometimes
0: I haven't done it in a while. Maybe I should do it soon. Um, point sparring. That's true. For that reason, right? You distance slow. your timing. I mean, I do play that shoulder and knee tag a lot, which is kind of the similar, you got to bounce around. You can't just stand there. Quick in and out. Right. Um, I think that might have been a karate game, but
1: oh, that is point fighting. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, But you, you know, now I think about it. You know what's good about that for Muay Thai? Because idiots like me are willing to get hit.
0: Yeah, you'll just stand there and let it happen. Point. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: Defend you, idiot. Right. Like that's actually really good move. Right. Don't don't just get hit.
0: You learn how to set traps. That's a good idea. Fake too.
1: close that distance quick. Yep. Yeah, that's a good idea. Evade. Excuse me. That's a good one. Sorry man.
0: No worries. Just curious I you mean you haven't talked about oh, karate. Oh, I'm in so far removed from karate then. that it's like I'm surprised even No
1: kidding. I'm surprised you had an answer too. But I remember yeah.
0: sitting in horse dance and getting punched in the face, my first ever shin contact like I wanted to puke and cry at the same time.
1: Had <laughs> to be green again, eh?
0: <laughs> um and I think I got into martial arts karate at the right time. Yeah. Those first like 5 years you know, we used to do crazy things. We used to just beat the snotty of each other. Times have changed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, no kidding.
0: But I think I got in and developed That's all that idea. at the right time. Yeah. I agree. Important part of my development as a kid too. Yeah. Getting into it at like 14, 15. hmm My first ever day karate. So, <laughs> all right. My buddy Blaine, I'm like, dude, there's karate at the community hall. We're going Wednesday night, whatever. And I bullshitted my way out of not going to school Wednesday. Fake to sick. Sure. But it was karate that night. So my mom's like, you don't go to school, you're not go to karate. I'm like, shh
1: that was the rule of my house. <laughs> so I
0: missed the first day of karate. So I got to they did like uh, nice. So what I did like clasp your stupid. hands together when someone has like a bear hug on you. Right. Lift up, come down on the nose. I'm like, that is so cool. I missed out <laughs> on that.
1: <laughs> Never skip school again.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> that's a super, Pissed I missed my first day of karate.
1: That's such a stupid move.
0: <laughs> yeah, so stupid, right? That'll never work. Oh, he put your ass together like this and come down on the bridge of the nose.
1: <laughs> That's Kempo karate, man. Um and again, I'm a Kempo karate black belt. I'm allowed to knock it, but it's it's got some silliness. Every, everything's got its silliness. Uh okay, man. Let's let's legit move on. <laughs> Student of the podcast, here we go.
0: Mine is Jake. Jake. Jake Peacock. Jake Peacock. Been training hard. Awesome. And um, just gets better every day. There you go. He's a professional, and I quite enjoy working with him. Huh, there you go. He's going to do quite well next weekend. I'm excited.
1: Um, my, Sorry, man. I asked you to remove your hat.
0: I thought you had some cauliflower ear on the right side, but I think your hat's just squishing out. Your my ear. ear is jacked, man. A little bit, yeah. My left has a bit of cauliflower, but this one is just stupid. That's why everyone thinks. Oh, okay, it's, it's just stupid. That's all. Yeah, right. it's just stupid.
1: The way your hat was sitting, it looked like, oh, that was, was like, oh, I never noticed. But anyway, I cauliflower a little bit. Word. Uh, my student of the podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and be honest here. Uh, blue belt in karate, talking about karate. That's two before black, brown and black. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to allow, I, I understand that karate may be a, technically, at least in, in sort of North America, a softer system than things like Muay Thai or whatever. Um, but you're not going to get a black belt from me without being able to kick someone's ass. That's the bottom line. Uh, uh, that's not a kid. Right. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) But, but even if you are a kid though, like that's like a good rule. And I learned that from Desmond, that that guy that we were just talking about, like,
0: no, I a hundred percent agree. If you have a black belt in any martial art,
1: you should be able to kick some ass.
0: You should be able to kick someone's ass. Not everyone's. And I don't mean some geek off the street. I mean like
1: a martial artist, you know, or Yeah. Yeah, of course. Right.
0: Another, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. I, I hear I'm i not you. saying go out and pick a fight, see where you're at, but.
1: But even in the gym. So what I tell people is if you're a black belt, we should be able to ruffle some feathers. When we spar, we should be able to ruffle some feathers a little bit, you know, rough, rough each other up with respect. Yes. If you can't do that, I just don't think you should be a black belt. Um, but so in saying that, um, I, I teach karate on Thursday nights in my blue belt class. I just feel like it's mostly, it's kids, you know, that's sort of 12 year old range, eight, 12, 10 to 12 year old range. Uh, lazy. I asked them to do something and I see them all roll their eyes. Uh Uh-oh. And I just, and it's been going on for a while, man. And I had enough. And, uh, I just gave them the talk that, uh, it looks like hard work seems to be an allergy to this class. Like I laid it on real thick, man. I was pretty pissed. You guys are two belts away from black belt. You're never going to get there. You're either going to quit or you have to pick up your socks here. Like that was the speech. You will quit or you're going to have to work harder. Those are your options. Um, Good response. Fantastic. They responded as they should. Stop complaining. Don't roll your eyes. Do the damn job. What age group? You know, 10 to 12.
0: Um, the complaining age.
1: Yes. It is the complaining age. I would care less if they were yellow belts. You are two away from black. Not That's that Not thing, that we promote man, 12 year olds to black belts. But the reality is it's blue, brown, black. Uh, maybe a little older, 13, 14 range. But, uh, unacceptable. And, uh. The just just the simple thing, stop rolling your eyes. Yes, it's hard work. Just shut up and do it. That's that's what's required. You just shut up and you do it.
0: I good. We can't take the martial arts out of martial arts. Agreed. That's why these things exist. That's right. Um you and know, the world's do. getting soft. Yep. And aspects of martial arts have softened up.
1: They have. Um but and therefore we have soft people. We, we cannot are,
0: uh,
1: I can only let it go so far.
0: You can only let it go so far. Yeah.
1: And so what I got was a class last night of extreme basics, very hard work. They pushed themselves. Nobody complained. And the guy that stood out was who I call Star Wars. Uh, his name's Caden. Everything is Star Wars that guy owns and wants to do and wants to be like Star Wars. Star Wars backpack, t-shirts. Every, everything is Star Wars. So he's Star Wars. Um, and if I'm being honest, not the most gifted athletically, Um
0: cares does he work hard that's it boom
1: worked hard that will catch my attention you'll get my teaching my attention and help if you just work hard and uh so star wars you get student of the podcast man i I was pretty stiff on you guys last thursday and uh you showed up everybody did but you caught my eye well done brother um other than that we're on to our uh, rapid shout out you got anything for us
0: i do shout out to f1 coming back yay (laughs) um and bang percussion massager found a sweet deal from my friend and I've always wanted to get a uh, shout out to your buddy nah screw him okay. <laughs> just kidding shout out Dave um I've always wanted a uh, massage gun but they're so damn expensive and they're not cheap man and you never know which one to get because he's an engineer and a research guy I trusted him and he got me a fantastic deal and I freaking love it awesome I've charged it twice already I've nice. only had it like two days <laughs> Nice nonstop. Do you use the one around here at all? Yeah, that one, yeah. Um no. Yeah, okay. Because I never know where it is. Right. There it is. There it is now. I see it. Yep.
1: Um awesome. Man. Anything else? That's it. No. Nope. Um uh my rapid shout out is to the staff that work here at arashido Martial Arts. Brett, Carley you, Chris, uh Ty, Sets, I mean i mean i I uh, Aya, um, who else is up? Devin? Carwan. Carwan, JP. Jenea. um, am I missing anyone? Not that I can think of. I, I Listen guys, the the gym is open, life is back to normal and this place has fricking exploded. It's rocking. It is rocking, but with that becomes a whole bunch of new people who don't understand the routine and just sort of how things work. And it is it is a pain in the ass for about a month. It really is. And so I, I appreciate... Usually when these giant influxes happen, there's a lot of headaches of people who complain because they just don't understand sort of how it goes. And there hasn't really been any of that, this go. And I really, so I appreciate the, st- the staff of, uh, man, just helping me not lose any more hair. So thank you and to uh, everybody else that's uh, been helping me out. I mean, you know, we've had to cover a couple of classes. I appreciate And it just, uh, it's been a hell of a ride since we've been open, man. Or, but uh, But hell, we're open and we're rocking. Do I got any other uh, rapid shout outs? My fishing trip, again, shout out to you, Glenn. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me involved, man. That that was, if I'm going to be honest, I did say I didn't want to be invited on the next one because it took me five days to recover from that thing. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back on it, if you don't invite me on the next one, I'm going to take it personal. This guy. It, it's just, it, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I just felt so terrible for so many days. Other than that, man, I, Um. I don't know if we'll have another one next week before the Muay Thai World Cup and one championship. If so, then consider yourselves lucky. If not, then I do can I can confirm that we will have um, Turkey and Pistols, Rob Sawchuk in for a post Muay Thai World Cup show. The uh, the podcast has a table, nice. um, and Rob Sawchuk and a buddy are going to be there. So Turkey and Pistols will be on the podcast uh, very soon. And he's the guy who does our logo. He did our shirts. He's done Chris McMillan fight shirts. He's done some of the other fighters for the Montel World Cup shirts. So bad dude, great company. Love that guy.
0: Anything else, sir? Looking forward to that. That's it. Let's roll.
1: Good luck next weekend. Punch face fight night uh, contestants. See you.